Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now on Kumite Radio is Tommy Espinoza, one of the fastest rising flyweight prospects in the United States. What's going on, Tommy? What's up, baby? What's up? Thank you guys for uh, reaching out to me. I appreciate it. Um, again, I'm excited to uh, be on you know one of your biggest podcasts. Um, again, awesome. I, I'm honored. Thank you. No doubt. Uh, let's talk about your rise. Five straight finishes in an 11-month span. Can you describe what the confidence level is right now for you? I'm a th- uh, same thing as I've been doing in my other fights. You know, I've been throwing heat, and you know, I got these guys that you know want to stand in front of me. And again, you know, you stand in front of me, you're gonna get you know popped in my shots. Um, and again, you know, I'm big for my weight class, and I put people out. So um, going into this fight again, you know, I got you know five finishes under my belt, uh, about to make six, and then uh, you know after this, you know, I get my shot into the UFC. You are on an incredible run right now. But however, you started off your professional career with a decision loss in early 2017. What did you learn from that fight to propel you to go on such an incredible run since then? Um, so I, so before I took that fight, um, uh, I'm just going to get a little in-depth with it. Um, I was laid off for a year as an amateur and then, you know, we couldn't find a fight, so the next thing was, you know what, instead of wasting our time, we're just going to go pro. Um, again, 125 pro was really hard for me to find, um, again, because, you know, I was foreign to as an amateur. Not great, but, you know, good enough where people were avoiding me. Um, and then, you know, I, I, uh, I ended up getting a, an opportunity against Phil Caracappa, the current 135 ring of combat title holder. Um, same organization I hold the 125 belt for, but... Um, so yeah, we both made our pro debut against each other and, you know, I was, I was way off. I wasn't for, I didn't have the mentality for 135, you know, being a 25 or, um, and again, Phil fought, you know, 45, 55 and up. Um, so, I mean, it was a, a, you know, advantage for him again, don't take anything away from the guy. The guy is a stud. Um, you know, we, we root each other on, you know, so, uh, um, but going on to that, after I received that first loss, um, a, a lot of the, the doors opened up at uh, 125. I was then again, you know, 0 and 1, you know, 0 and 0, or 0 and 1 as a as a professional. Everybody sees it as, hey, you know, it's an opportunity to, uh, you know, pad my record, or you know, hey, this guy might suck. And you know, it was, you know, the one guy got it. I TKO'd him in the fir- in the in the in the beginning of the first. And, you know, I was, I went one and one and then I started going on and on, on after that. And then, uh, yeah, now I'm, I, you know, I'm five and one, I fought for glory and I hold the, the highest, uh, ring of combat title in New Jersey, which is again, the, has sent a lot of the guys into the UFC. So again, I do want to be one of those alumni that gets into the UFC. 
Yeah, you mentioned the Glory Kickboxing. You competed for them last year. You proved that you can step into the ring and hang with the best strikers in the world. How do you rate your striking against the top flyweights in MMA? Um, again, and what other even in the UFC, you don't see guys with five straight finishes. Um, again, this is why, like, I've been reaching out to the UFC, and you know, I want to I want to put these guys to work, and you know, I want them to feel what you know true power is. And again, if you're gonna run, you know, I'm gonna stand in the middle, I'm gonna set you up for another, you know, to go down. So, um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, I rate myself a ten out of ten, if not way beyond 10, you know, on that, on that spectrum. Um, I think I have the best striking. I think I have the best angles and I think I have the best footwork. And again, I do want to, you know, I want to prove that. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to make a statement, you know, at Bellator 208 against my uh, opponent. Yeah. Bellator 208, October 13th in the Nassau Coliseum. Surab Adar Bekov is your opponent. What are your thoughts on him as an opponent, though? Again, nothing crazy. Again, he is high. He does have a high level in Taekwondo. Um, I know that he is training in Thailand, which is cool. You know, congrats on you know a nice little vacation before my fight. Um, again, the, the the thing about that, he's training a lot of my strong points. Uh, I am the bigger fighter. I am the longer fighter, and I am the stronger fighter. So, again, he's training all the stuff that I train in on a daily basis. So for him to go out there for a month, again, you know, he's, he's building up some confidence. You know, he might be able – he thinks he might be able to, you know, work the clinch or, you know, even even try to set up some throws off of that, which, you know, again, my I'm, I'm more than just a striker. You know, I, I have my jiu-jitsu. I train in judo. I also train in wrestling. So, um you know, again, you know, he, he's short, he makes up with, you know, he's, he's a kicker. So, um, again, you know, I can't give him that space that he's looking for. And again, I'm a pressure fighter, so I'm going to have him running. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be another finish in the first round and yeah, I'm going to shut all those people up that were heckling me a couple months ago. So I can't wait. Yeah. Your opponent, like you mentioned, he has a Taekwondo background He's spending time in Thailand, and he's not afraid to stand and trade with his opponents. Do you welcome this type of fight? I like it, man. The more uh, the, the exciting the fight, the better it's going to get me going. Um, again, you know, he, he's he's one that doesn't that doesn't mind standing in the in the pocket. And again, that's that's my style. I can fight long. I can fight short. I can fight tight. And again, I can include angles. So I think, you know, you know, you get a kicker on his heels, he's not going to do shit. So, um, again, I got, I, you know, I, I practice Taekwondo also, you know, I train in it also. So I got my style, I got Tommy style, Tommy Taekwondo. So I'm excited for it, man. I'm, I'm excited to exchange some, uh, some techniques with him, especially in that cage. You are very well-rounded in your skill set. But one thing that sticks out, in my opinion, is that you are tall and rangy for the weight class. Do you consider that your biggest physical attribute? Um, yeah, it has its pros and its cons, you know. Um, you know, being long and rangy, again, it's cool. Um, but again, you know, I use that also, you know, if I get, 
you know, like what I'm thinking is, you know, nobody's tested me on the ground yet, you know, and again, nobody, everybody thinks I'm just a striker, but again, like you said, I'm very well-rounded. So, um, um, again, you know, especially to get into the UFC, you have to be an exciting fight. So I think a lot of people are veering away towards more striking. Um, you know, the average fighter or the average person, um, doesn't really follow jujitsu unless they're a hardcore jujitsu guy or, you know, they understand the concept of it or they wrestled. Um, but a lot of times if you go to a fight, you know, you be in ringside, you, you'll hear these, even these hecklers just yell, knock them out, punch them, kick them, knee them, do something, you know, you don't ever hear them, you know, take them down, go for a rear naked or, you know, set up a guillotine, set up your triangle, work your rubber guard. So a lot of it is based off the striking. And again, I will, I will keep it standing, you know, until my opponent decides, Hey, you know, I'm going to try to take him down. Then I'm going to, I'm going to choke him out. Yeah. I want to talk about that is there's people in the crowd, punch them, you know, brawl, sprawl, brawl. You know, you hear those types of things being screamed in the crowd, but in Asia, you don't hear that at all. You never hear it. Well, does yeah. that get into your head a little bit? No, you know when I it, and you know what um, talking, you know about the whole like uh, basically the peace outside in the crowd when you're fighting. That's that's awesome. You know, I definitely want to experience that. You know, again, you'll probably be able to hear yourself think. You know, that's how quiet they say it is, which is cool. Um, I would love to experience that. I definitely want to get uh, definitely an exposure over there and, you know, see, because a lot of, you know, a lot of the culture over there is about respect. You know, it's, a, it's, it's about respect and, you know, enjoying the show. Um, basically, you know, it's, it's almost like watching a movie. You watch a movie, you want to enjoy it from the beginning to the end. You don't want people walking around, yelling stuff, you know, throwing stuff. Um, but over here, it's a little more, you know, on the aggressive side where it's like grab it and break it or, you know, punch them, kick them, you know, um, and, and take them down. So it's like I usually ignore it. It doesn't bother me. I focus on my on my on my corner and that's it. And um, again, you know, they yell stuff 90 percent of the time. I can't I, I'm tuned out of it. I'm in my zone and I'm ready to, you know, put this guy out or, you know, put him on a stretcher. Just like my last opponent. For this camp, where have you been putting your work in, and who have you, who has been your main sparring partners? Um, so again, I've been I've been training, you know, um, at the same gym. I'd fight out of uh, pure mixed martial arts in Rockaway. Um, I I also uh, I do a little cross training at Toro MMA, one of our affiliate schools. I also instruct there and at pure mixed martial arts. Um, I, have been getting my training in at, uh, Frankie's school at Carnicella's MMA mm -hmm. and, um, and we've been training with the Miller brothers. So, um, again, I've been training with, you know, one of our instructors, Melvis Figueroa. He's, uh, one of my training, main training partners, main sparring and, you know, even cage rounds. Um, my buddy, Kevin Gocklin, he's another one that's, you know, always there ready to, to push me. He actually just fought. He won a third round TKO. Um, and then uh, Shorty, Sean Shorty, Roxanne Tyler, Claudio Lesman, um, uh, Darian Mima. So, and then a bunch of other guys. Again, these are like the the main pros around my weight class that I'm uh, training with. Um, and then I'm doing my boxing with uh, my boxing coach Don Chioff in uh, you know, in a couple towns over from us. 
And um, I'm doing my strength and conditioning at uh, Retro Fitness in Newton in my town that I live in. And again, you know, I've been doing the same stuff I've been doing, just switching up the strategy. Um, I don't need no fancy cap camps. Um, again, I don't have the money for that, you know, so if you do, that's awesome. But I can get all the work I need around, you know, maybe a 15 to 20 mile radius. And that's all I need. That's perfect, man. That's right, man. That's right. We're doing everything right. We're training. We're, you know, focusing on our rest, rest days. And, you know, our, our, our hard days, our light days. And, you know, it's just basically being smart about it, you know, and the diet too, man. Diet's big. Um, again, you know, we are human. We get our cravings. And, you know, I like, like I, I didn't fight since my title fight. I was laid off until now, you know, October. Um, and, dude, I had no cravings until now that I'm in camp, now that I know it's my last week of, you know, without, you know, without enjoying my stuff, it's like, man, I want all that stuff. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of willpower and, uh, I'm enjoying a nice protein shake right now, trying to create my sweets. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't have to go anywhere crazy, you know, um, you know, I got everything within 20 mile radius and, and that's it, man. Yeah, it seems like you have a great mixture of like seasoned veterans with young and up and coming guys working together and, you know, growing. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, like, again, me being, you know, like you said, 11 months, I've been uh, a pro, I've been growing. And again, I've been I've been climbing that ladder because I look up to these guys, you know, there's there's I'm down here, they're up here. Again, um, UFC or not, you know, a lot of these guys are, you know, I think they're a lot tougher than some of these guys in the um, in the in the cage and maybe even in the UFC. I get my I get my my hard rounds. I think I get hit more in practice than I do in the cage. I've gotten injured more in practice. And it's not, you know, because of malicious intent. It's because these guys push me. I, there's things that, you know, I have to create angles or I got to work different things that I'm not used to. But they put me there in those situations where when I get in the cage, you know, my my job in the cage makes it a little bit easier because I'm going against guys that are like really great wrestlers or black belts in jujitsu, you know. And, man, I'm telling you, these guys, these guys are pushing me and making me go to that next level. Like I said, I can't be down here with them. I got to constantly grow. If not, I'm going to be down here. They're going to be up here. And guess what? My time's going to be up for fighting, you know. So, um, again, I'm not getting any younger. You know, I, I am. I'm 26. I'm young. But, you know, from now on, it's, you know, about growing. And, uh, you know, my team is a big part of it, you know. And, you know, my friends and my family, you know, supporting me and helping me through my through my camp. Do you feel in the world of MMA there are more opportunities as a flyweight compared to like other weight classes? Uh, I mean, like for me, I've been very, very fortunate. Um, again, um, I fought, what, uh, seven times last year uh, and then once this year. So, so at the beginning of my career, yes, I had you know, I had great things going on for me. I fought for Gloria, you know, I fought for some big organizations out here. Um, and then I won my belt. And again, you know, especially with the wins, the KOs, it's, you know, it's starting to dwindle a little bit, but 
I feel like if I get into the UFC being new blood and with a full camp or not, I can, I can see I'll, I'll take, you know, whatever opportunities I'm, I'm given. And, um, and I think, I think I'll make, I'll think I'll make the best of them when I get into the UFC. I'll definitely, I'll definitely be pulling names out of hats. I don't care. I'll be finishing all those 15, 25 fighters they have in that league. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the UFC will welcome somebody with the type of power that you bring into the flyweight division. I man, I, I'll tell you if you watch my fights or not, they're not boring, man. I always put a show on. I'm always getting, you know, congratulated. And again, you know, it's about putting on a great show. We're entertainers, okay? I don't want to watch a film or, you know, I'm, I'm telling you my story. Basically, the fighting is I'm telling you a story and I want you to, you know, uh, understand my concept of fighting. Um, and again, that's what I want to do on in the UFC and, you know, in Bellator. Um, so, you know, the UFC, you know, I need them right now. But again, I can't, I, you know, I'm knocking on the door and I'm just waiting for them to open. So um, I think after this fight, I put him away. I think I, I know for a fact I'll be in the in the UFC after this. Yeah. Just because, of, you know, my resume. Yeah. You, it's no secret that you are, your future lies in the UFC. But there's other promotions in the world, you know. There's Ryzen going on. There's ACB. Uh, one championship. Do you see yourself maybe going to other parts of the world and competing until that UFC call happens? Uh, for me, me personally, I would love to. Um, again, you know, the UFC is up here again. Um, again, we took this Bellator fight because we had nothing. If not, I would have went a whole, you know, since March without fighting, and it's almost end of the year. Um, but we took we hopped on that opportunity as quick as possible. Um, yes, I do want to travel. I do want to fight for, especially one FC. I've heard great things about them. They, you know, they, they treat their fighters fantastic. I love the way how they're doing the weight cut over there. Um, and again, you know, over here, the reason I cut so much is because for me to fight at 35, you've seen these 35ers are, you know, I'm a big guy. I'm, I'm a good size 35, but again, you know, there's guys that are cutting way more weight than I am. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I would definitely love to travel again. It's at the disclosure of my management team. Again, if they, um, whatever they think is great, you know, best, then we're gonna go that route. Um, but yeah, me personally, dude, I wanna, I wanna get out of the the U.S., get out of this collegiate wrestling area, and uh, you know, go, go fight, man. I'm here to fight. I'm here to entertain. I'm not here to fucking hug and you know, touch butt like uh, Nate Diaz said. You know, so. All right, October 13th, Bellator 208, Nassau Coliseum. It's the beginning, right, of your career, basically, if you, if, you, if you think about it. That's what a lot of people said. I'm like, what happened to my other pro fights? I'm like, this is your big, big fight. This is like, it's UFC Bellator in the U.S. So I'm like, all right, I'll take it, whatever. Um but yeah, man, I mean, the love and support I've been getting because of this uh, opportunity in Bellator, again, I might not be on the main card, but I think I'm headlining the prelims, so who gives a fuck? I'm happy. I'm, 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 I'm just happy to be a part of it, you know? And October 13th, Bellator 208, you're going to see some fireworks. I'm going to put this kid to sleep once again.